0: <laughs> Atem in SBS Ashalom uh, Australia. Of course, uh, we've had the uh, fifth Israeli election been and done, and of course the final results uh, still, uh, and the makeup of the new government is still to come. But uh, yeah, it's this election, it's hard to believe, but it's uh, true and uh, I thought I'd uh, have to mention that, but let's focus on uh, Australian Jewish Jews. The communal leaders have slammed a court ruling that controversial university lecturer Tim Anderson was unlawfully sacked over a Nazi swastika. It's New South Wales Jewish Board of Deputies CEO uh, Darren Bass pointing out his actions may well have been illegal under current law. Uh, the University of Sydney Academic was fired in 2019 a few months after he superimposed a swastika over an Israeli flag during a lecture about civilian deaths in Gaza. He had already been issued with two warnings by the university following years of controversial statements and activities, including several trips he did to North Korea and Syria and expressions of solidarity with their dictatorial regime. He also trolled academic more Gilbert online following her release from an Iranian prison two thousand and twenty and repeatedly accused her of being an Israeli agent. Backed by the National Tertiary Education Union, Anderson initiated federal court proceedings against a former employer two months after his sacking. He lost the lawsuit in November two thousand and twenty and then he launched a successful appeal. And this week Federal Court Justice Thomas Thorley ruled Anderson was exercising his intellectual freedom and accepted the lecturer's argument that he created the swastika, graphic for academic purposes to encourage critical analysis and point out comparisons between fascist, quote, fascist systems. In an affidavit, Anderson told the court, while some may feel offended by Nazi-Zionist analogies, I'd say the inclusion of the analogy in that graphic appropriate. The union described the ruling as, quote, a win for academic freedom and has actually called on Sydney University to reinstate Anderson. But uh, uh, Darren Buck from the New South Wales Jewish Board of Deputies expressed his a university lecturer in the position
1: of influence. We are talking to Shane DiZiatnik, a senior journalist at the Australian Jewish News, and you are listening to SBS Shalom Australia with nitzel Stein. Shane, the Australian government came out on Simchat Torah. They came out with the decision to, to withdraw its recognition of West Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. That was uh, on Simchat Torah. The community couldn't react on the day. And at the Zionist Federation conference recently, I think it was last Sunday, the government representative, and I'm talking about the Assistant Minister for the Foreign Affairs, Tim Watts, attended the Zionist Federation of Australia conference, and spoke about the government's decision. What did he say? Yes,
0: yeah, so he addressed the government's recent decision to withdraw its recognition of West Jerusalem as Israel's capital, saying the timing of the decision. On a Jewish holiday was deeply regrettable, but he insisted it did not represent a change in the government's commitment to a two state solution in which Israel and a future Palestinian state can coexist peace and security within internationally recognized borders. He stressed as a friend of Israel we will not support unilateral actions that undermine this peace process and as a responsible international actor We won't impose our views on final borders or boundaries, as that should be a result of peace negotiations. On other topics, Watts criticised the UN's focus on Israel, stating, We call out the unfair and discriminatory focus on Israel in these forums, and we will continue to do so going forward. ZFA President Jeremy Lieber welcomed Watts' call for Australian universities to support the IRA definition of anti Semitism. But he did say the Jewish, the Australian Jewish community was extremely disappointed by uh, Albanese government's policy reversal over West Jerusalem. Uh, He said at the event that it risked marring what has otherwise been a relationship characterized by open dialogue and respect and support for the Australian Jewish community. He said, we appreciate Mr. Watcher, though, taking the time to listen genuinely to our concerns at this.
1: Yeah, Shane, let's uh, wait and see what will be the Australian government's reaction to the new government in Israel, a right-wing government in Israel. But I think they dealt with the Netanyahu administration before, and they didn't have a problem, so I hope that they won't have a problem this time as well. Still with the Labour Party, but this time New South Wales Labour expelled left-wing extremists from uh, the Labour Party. Yes,
0: uh, Jay Thrappel was his name. Uh, He's a former Sydney University academic who once wore a badge on his jacket that said, Death to Israel, the curse on the Jew. And he was granted party membership of the Labor Party this year, according to a report from the Australians. But after an urgent review, New South Wales Labor leader Chris Minns announced this week that Thrappel has been thrown out of the party. Now, Ming said there is no place for anti-Semitism in New South Wales labor and the party has taken swift action dealing with this matter. Of well, course, Rappel has previously also praised North Korea as egalitarian and is a supporter of Syrian dictator Bashar al-Assad and has spread propaganda justifying Russia's war against Ukraine on social media. Our New South Wales Jewish Board of Deputies there, Darren Bach I welcome the strong and swift action taken by New South Wales Labor. And he added, Mr. Trappell's views are a repugnant, divisive and no place in, in a peaceful, multicultural society.
1: And Shane, for our Queensland listeners or whoever is going to Brisbane on holidays, the Queensland Holocaust Museum will open to the public next year.
0: That's right. That was uh, announced uh, just last week. And in the first for Queensland, it will be established through $3.5 million in funding each from the state and federal government and an additional uh, $500,000 from Brisbane City Council. And Queensland Premier Anastasia Pelishak uh, made the announcement and she said the museum uh, will honour the legacy of those who face awful atrocities and will also feature locally recorded stories and we'll be able to reach the regions of Queensland also through online programs. As she said, it will ensure future generations in Queensland never forget.
1: Before we go, I know there is a new team for OGIS. This is the Union of Jewish Students. And why I mention it is because I think these young people at the Australian universities, Jewish students, are faced with so much anti-Semitism these days and anti-Israel sentiment, so... I hope the new team will cope.
0: Yes, they've done a. They've certainly had a lot, faced a lot of challenges, and uh, the leadership team was very, very active and responsive, and has done a great job. But of course, it never seems to end all, all the, uh, uh, the anti-Semitism uh, incidents on campuses right across Australia. But we have uh, Vice President Elisa Foster will succeed uh, Natalie Gun as president, and Paris Enten will be vice president. And actually, Orges will also be introducing in the coming year a new executive position of the officer, LGBTQI plus uh, officer, and that will create new opportunities, community building uh, in that uh, community as members of Orges send a strong message at uh, every member of the Australian student Jewish community is, is a valued one. And also, uh, for the first time in nearly a decade, Orgis will be officially affiliated in South
1: Australia. So, at uh, university campuses in South Australia, we'll have an Orgis presence once again. Shane Dizziatnik, a senior journalist at the
0: Australian Jewish News. Thank you so much and have a great week. <laughs>